What is going on, guys? Christian from the Land Prey MMA podcast, joined by Trenton. What's up, buddy? What's up, man? Hey, and uh, Jeffrey isn't here because he's too busy uh, <laughs> having an aneurysm from his Zoom technical difficulties that we've had, you know, pretty we've, recently. You with your mic. We've and been then, struggling pretty hard lately. Yeah, and, uh, we it's apologize. the Cassidy brothers' curse. It's the fucking technologies is backfiring on you guys one day soon we will get back on track the proper way and have a trio podcast the way we're supposed to do it and how we the right it. way <laughs> yeah well the thing is is like you know the, we've been consistent up until the point where we started having like Issues. technical difficulties and then uh obviously with jeffrey having to go to nevada like last minute and then you helping him move and stuff so it's just one of those things where the time of the year but other than that, um, yeah, you weren't available to do the podcast with us last uh, last week when Jeffrey and I did the podcast before the Cannoneer and Gaslam card. But uh, we've got uh, some stuff to talk about, and we'll just uh, well, I guess the first thing is we're now on episode. I, I believe this is episode sixteen now, and uh, thank you so much, for everybody that's watched the episodes. We appreciate the support. Um, if you're watching us on YouTube, please make sure to comment on the videos, like the videos, uh, subscribe to the channel, hit that notification bell so you can see when we go live. And then also, if you're listening to us on pod- podcast platforms, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, uh, Pocket Cast, all that fun stuff, uh, please make sure to... Uh, yeah, subscribe to us on on the, those different platforms too, and check out the channel. Check out uh, our YouTube channel. It's Lay and Pray MMA podcast. Um, so I guess the first thing, just jumping into uh, the fights from this last week overall, what do you think of the fight card? First off, uh, I actually thought they were pretty good fights. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I didn't watch the press conference and I didn't see um the back. post post-fight press conference i don't know who got fight of the night and, and all their awards and stuff but to me fight the knockout of the, night, the knockout of the night i already know who it was it was that spinning <laughs> heel kick knockout yeah, that, in the prelims that was, that was gnarly yeah it, it was like what 10 seconds left in left the in the fight so, and yeah. he was losing i'm pretty sure so i didn't watch the, i didn't watch the prelims i only watched the main card so i saw i saw that and it was it was pretty, oh wait that was that's not gnarly. true because i watched um uh Frank Kelleher. I watched okay. his fight, so I guess that's not true. I did watch some of the prelims. One of the most exciting fights to me was the Roy Vall fight. Roy Vall and um That was the only one that I, that was the only pick that I got wrong. And uh Alex Pantoja. Yeah. Yeah, the Pantoja, Pantoja fight. That fight for as long as it lasted was fireworks. Yeah. And as soon as that was over, or the fight card or whatever was over, I pretty much wrote you and was like, dude, Brandon Royval is super exciting, and he's got so much potential, man. Like, I agree. I, I think he's going to be a, a threat to that division in, like, I don't, I don't, how, how old is he? Like, uh, give, I think he's fairly young, isn't he? I think he's, like, 26 or 27. Yeah, give that kid. Oh no, no, he's twenty nine. Sorry. Oh, I mean, he's right there near his near his prime now. Then, but you give that kid 
two more years, another year of solid fucking training at a gym. That dude's going to be scary, man. That guy's cardio is insane and he's relentless. Like the pressure that he brings is going to be a problem for a lot of dudes. Um, he's super excited. I was just, I was just as much impressed with him in this loss as mm-hmm. I was with like Pantoja with the win, to be honest. Like I was like, dude, that was like a gritty win. Like he got him down and that near choke was yeah. nice and stuff, but like Royva all looked really good in that defeat as well. You know what I mean? Like, I mean the that, one that takedown that he attempted. Yeah. That one, the one takedown that he got, I mean, he landed it. So he was hundred percent on his takedown. He won for one. Um, but I mean, his striking looked good. He just got put in a bad position against a, a Brazilian guy who's really good with jujitsu. Yeah. Um, I guess in that fight, the one thing that I thought was interesting, or I mean, post fight, uh, Pantoja, you know, he talked about uh, how he had fought Brandon Moreno and how that's a, a fight he wants to ha- do again. And like, he was very respectful in the post fight. But then when it came to like the post fight press conference, he said, he's like, well, I think Brandon's scared and all this other stuff. It's like, dude, I don't think Brandon, <laughs> I really don't think Brandon's scared. I mean, he fought the the guy who's like arguably the scariest guy in the division because Cejudo's gone. Yeah. And, and Figueredo. That's and just, that's just trying to solidify the fight. You know, but the saying? thing like, is, is like, I, I just think it's funny because, you know, you, you go from being like super humble, respectful. Well, that's, he was, he was and, also cage side. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. He's doing UFC for UFC side. for <laughs> Spanish. But when you're behind closed doors and, and you're, he's not around anymore, you might be able to say some more. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> yeah. Very true. Um, yeah. That was the only fight that I picked wrong on uh, was I thought Brandon Royval was gonna, you know, bring it, but he didn't. And that's okay. Because you know, he brought it. He just, just yeah, he just got caught. He just got caught by a guy. And also, picking against himself in risky situations, man. Like he does. That's got to be something that he fixes. Yeah, he's exciting, but he's willing to put himself in bad situations. And I think that was what auto like eventually led. That's what led to. That was his demise. Yeah. Yeah. But good on Alexander Pantoja. He looked really good. Um, And I think that would be. Honestly, a fight that I would like to see is him versus Figueredo. Yeah. Um, just because it would be interesting to see how that one would go. I agree. Just two Brazilian I like, guys. I feel like they got to do – I don't know. Now that I'm thinking about it, I was going to say, I, I feel like they got to do the, the rematch, but like he, it wasn't – the the fight where he wasn't close last time, so I don't no, know why. He got to finish. Brandon, yeah. Brandon worked him for, you know, as long as the fight lasted. Um, so the, more, the more I talk about it, the more I'm like, well, I mean, I could see how Pantoja could step up and fight e- either one of those guys, really. Yeah, for sure. Is that, isn't Pantoja – he's the one that uh, beat Moreno he beat before he left. Yeah, that's what, that's yeah, what beat, got him cut. That's what got him cut from the UFC, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so I mean, that, there's a storyline there already, yeah. you know. Well, Moreno was just funny because he was like he was just smiling the whole time yeah. and just nodding his head and like so he's game. It, he's right. Yeah, he, he'll fight. I think he's game to fight anybody. Yeah, in that division. I mean, he he said he'd fight Cody Garbrandt too. So yeah, fuck it. Um, yeah, that's probably scarier. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in the lightweight division, the next fight on because we only picked fights for the main card. Yeah. Um. Uh, Vink Pichel versus Austin Hubbard. 
This one was, uh, I mean, I think what, what made it seem closer was Austin got uh, four takedowns in the fight. Um, but Pichelle had was the more, I, I guess he was the better striker. So in standing wise, he was the better striker. I felt like that fight was pretty close. Like it could have gone either way. I wasn't, I wasn't disappointed with the decision. If, if Hubbard would have won, I wouldn't have been upset. Um, there wasn't really, either. yeah, I, there wasn't really anything for me like that really stuck out. Um, the whole time they're, they're fighting. I was thinking, yeah, maybe I'm the only one too. I'm like, I'm like, dude, this guy looks like Cub Swanson. Yeah, I that's exactly. <laughs> I literally thought the same thing. I was like, this looks like a lightweight Cub Swanson. Yeah, <laughs> mustache and all, mustache yeah. tattoos. Yeah, shaved head. I kept looking for the palm trees and I didn't see him. I was like, where, where? like this is, I, it's, I guess it's not Cub. Swanson across the back. Swanee. Samsonite. Samsonite. I was way off. <laughs> I was way off. <laughs> um, but Pichelle, uh called out uh, Gregor Gillespie so that would be an interesting that'd be a pretty interesting fight um, that was one of the two call outs that Gregor got for the night because later on in the co-main event Mark Madsen also called out uh, mm-hmm. Gregor Gillespie and if I'm being honest I think uh, Mark Madsen will get that over over Pichelle so do I, just because Mark Mad- well, first off, Mark Madsen, the older guy, yeah, undefeated, and coming off of a win against Clay Guida, who's you know been a staple in the UFC for since as long as himself. I mean, yeah, and dude, he's one of one of the main reasons why I loved the lightweight division when I first yeah. started watching the UFC because you know, I mean, he came from Strike Force and he was just a beast. Um, but yeah, Pichelle ended up getting the win. He uh, his record is now fourteen and two. Austin Hubbard drops thirteen and six, but Austin Hubbard still got. I mean, he fights in Colorado with Team uh, Team Elevation, and or is it Team Elevation? No, he fights with uh, Kamaru and Justin Gaethje and Rose. I don't know. I don't think that's Team Elevation. Let me see if it shows here. Trevor Whitman, his team. I don't, I, I don't remember off the top of my head. Well, funny enough, because uh, a guy from Fairbanks, his name's uh, Benjamin Bennett. Uh, hope I actually want to get him on the show. Uh, he's fighting on L, uh, LFA card this weekend. And he trains with Kamaru and Justin and Rose and Austin. So. That'd be tight. Yeah. Um. I, I really don't have anything else to add in terms of that fight. It was, I mean, it was. I thought it was a good fight. It was yeah, good. it was a good fight. It wasn't. It wasn't terrible. And like I said, it could have gone either way. I wasn't disappointed with the decision. No. Um, in the bantamweight division, Trevin Jones fought uh, Sedikov Kokramanov. Uh, Kokramanov was coming off uh, like super short notice fight, uh, four days notice, and from like from the opening bell, Kokramanov was in control of that fight and it's kind of worrisome that a guy like jones wasn't really i don't he like looked terrible he couldn't get anything going it was one of the worst performances i've ever seen like, it was like dude who which is which is the guy that had four days 
Yeah. Which is which guy had four days notice? You would have thought that it was Jones. I don't remember him throwing a strike. I remember him throwing I, a strike, but I don't I remember, remember him, him throwing a combination for takedown. Yeah. After takedown, after takedown, and getting stuff, weren't and getting even st- takedowns. Though. No, he was just shooting to hold him against the cage. Yeah. So, uh, Kakramanov or whatever wouldn't mm-hmm. wouldn't hit him. And yeah. like he didn't try to sweep the legs, he nope. didn't try to pull him out from underneath him, he didn't do nothing. He just stuck his head in the guy's hips and hid there for yeah. th- like three rounds until the finally he got caught doing that and got put to sleep and got put to sleep. Yeah, and, in a standing <laughs> rear na- or in a standing guillotine. And I picked Jones, I know, to win that fight. I know so that's one of the ones out of the two I got wrong on this whole card. And that was, the, I was the heavyweight pretty one. upset because I was like. Broski, like you're like, bro, you fucked up my my like, record of with that picks. too. Yeah. Like you didn't even try. Yeah, <laughs> like, I felt like he did it to me intentionally. <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, this fucker, Trenton in California, fuck that guy. Must um, watch the podcast. Didn't, yeah, seriously, he's like, didn't like me. Well, the thing is, is you weren't even on the podcast last That's week, true. so I, mean, I got I got your picks in on Snapchat, <laughs> and I had to save it to my phone. That's true. Um. Yeah, Kakramanov just, I mean, in terms of striking, his striking looked good. His uh, takedown defense looked good. Jones, I don't know if he had just like a bad weight cut, but he looked like he was gassed before the first round was even over. And then he got caught in the, you know, that standing guillotine. And he fought it for as long as he could, and then he went to sleep. But Kakramanov, he was the fight. He was just trying to finish that fight. He didn't even look tired at the end of it all. No. So I'm, I'm hoping that, you know, Kakramanov, that was his first fight in the UFC. That's a hell of a day, hell of a debut. So, yeah, <clears throat> I'm interested to see where he goes from there. Me too. Me too. I don't, I don't know. I'm trying to think of like, what would be a good fight for him, but I can't really think of anybody right now. The thing is, is in the bantamweight head, but... division, like there's no telling. Yeah. Um, I mean, hell, why don't you do him versus Sean O'Malley? Since Sean O'Malley doesn't want to fight any, you know, Ranked he opponents. said he said I'm getting I'm getting paid, getting paid the same. I'm getting the paid the same whether I'm getting fighting top. I mean, he's not wrong. No. Whether I'm fighting top fifteen or I'm fighting, you know, nobody unranked, I'm getting he's paid the same. He don't give a shit until they renew his contract and give him more money. He don't yeah. give a fuck who he's gonna fight. <laughs> I mean, for from the business perspective, I get it, but from you know, if he doesn't fight somebody, it's like I said, if he doesn't fight somebody of name value uh, soon, I'm kind of I'm going to be yeah. off that off that train. Um, I guess the next fight, Parker Porter versus Chase Sherman in the heavyweight division. This was actually a pretty fun fight in terms of, you know, both both guys. You could tell we're tired. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, especially going into that third round and they were throwing shots. Sherman would hit him with like a good shot, but he was so tired that he couldn't follow up on it. And Porter, he, I mean, same, same thing. He would hit him and Sherman wouldn't go down, but it was the fact that Porter in one of the rounds, I can't remember what round he ended up getting a takedown. And uh, he was also able to like push the pace. He was the one pressing the action and he also landed more shots. Um, I I also picked Porter in this fight because Sherman in his last fight lost to Andre Orlovsky. 
And it was like, dude, what? Like, you you can't lose to Andre. No, you can't lose to a, literally the definition of a pioneer in this sport this late in his career. You can like, and that was last year he fought in 2020. So it's I was kind of like, dude, you know, whether you were injured because I think he was injured in that fight. It's like everybody's got injuries, bro. Yeah, I, I picked Sherman because he was the one guy that in the fight that I had seen fight before. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I've never seen. Uh, was it against Parker. Andre? I mean, probably, but I, I think I've seen him fight two or three times. Yeah. But I mean, I don't think I remember any of them being great. You know what no. I mean? But I just recognized the face to the yeah. name. And I was like, all right, I'll, I got him, you know, and then Parker Porter did the work so yeah. he gets the win it wasn't a boring fight it was no it was, it was i think for i think that might have gotten fight of the night honestly okay. i think it did and i mean i don't know how many times parker hit uh sherman and i thought like parker oh, hit sherman 100 159 times it was 149 significant strikes and then sherman had 121 total strikes landed 117 significant strikes yeah, I just thought like when Parker was hitting, it was doing the damage. Yeah, and I was like, I don't know how many of these Sherman can take, and then he took one hundred and twenty nine votes. Yeah, and, and then he never went down, and I was yeah. like, well, fuck it, you know. I guess yeah. I thought it, I thought he was gonna go to sleep, and he never yeah. did. <laughs> yeah, I thought at least I was like, one of these shots is gonna rock him and put him down, like because he was landing pretty clean on some of them, and they were hard. Yeah, but he just like no. like it, it would rock him, and then and then he'd shake it, was, it off. He'd shake it off, and like Parker didn't have the stamina or some shit to push him at the time, so it was like, okay, all right, yeah. I guess we're just gonna play rock him, sock him, robots for a minute, like. <laughs> um. Yeah, I, that was a fun fight. I was. I'm glad I went with Parker in that fight. Um. The co-main event was Clay Guida versus Mark Madsen. Obviously, Mark Madsen was, uh, you know, wrestler, was was in the Olympics, which is the biggest reason why he started his mixed martial arts career so late. Some Greco-Roman. Yeah, out of Denmark, I believe. Martin Campman type shit. Dude, Martin Campman was in his was in his corner. I didn't even the hitman. Um, shout out to the hitman. Yeah, shout out to the hitman. Uh and that was another fun fight. Um, I thought that was really close. And it was like what I was telling Jeffrey. I don't know if you ended up watching the podcast at all, Trenton. But I watched uh, like the the first parts of it. I was working out, and I so you don't even show you don't even show support to our own fucking well, YouTube, was, bro. I was watching it while I was working out. Yeah, and I didn't work out that long. So <laughs> wow, I'm ashamed of you twice. It counted as a view. Yeah. Counted as a view. It's like if they only knew. Yeah. Um, but like I said, in when I was talking to Jeffrey, since you didn't watch because you don't give a shit about our I watched channel, some of it. I said um, you didn't watch our my pick, my thoughts on Clay Guida though. No, I didn't get that far. I was like, how far did you get? Uh, the intro, and then <laughs> no, I I got about I don't know about twenty five minutes in probably. Yeah. Um. Clay Guida does he did what Clay Guida always does. You know, he hit lots of fucking head movement, lots of, you know, brushing his hair back, lots which, of which makes me sweat thinking about it. Yeah, and I'm like, God damn. <laughs> and then, you know, 
goes forward, land, gets some good shots, lands some good shots. He, I mean, Clay Guida, the reason why I think he's stuck around is because he's still exciting nonetheless. Like, he's never in a boring fight. No. Am I crazy to think that, like, Clay Guida, when he throws punches now, he sits on him a little bit more and he has more power? Yeah, but I Some think Some of the that... shots that he threw, I was like, dude, if that landed, he was fucking sleeping. Yeah, like, if, he, if it was flush. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, dude, because, like, there was a couple right hands that he threw. I was like, oh, shit, that looked hard as fuck, but he missed. You know, like, I was like, if that lands, Madsen's going to sleep. See, for, for me, what what I was interested in was to see how the wrestling would factor into this fight. And it didn't factor into this fight at all. Yeah, it was very like it was just more stand up. Madsen went for one takedown attempt, didn't get it, and Guida didn't go for any takedowns either. So I was just like, "Oh fuck, all right." But Madsen, it was it was a pretty close fight. I had a two one Madsen, but again, it was this was probably one of the main fight cards where I wasn't. I didn't think that there was bad decisions in terms of like the judging (laughs) on and the fights that we picked. Yeah. Unlike Jeffrey getting screwed <laughs> three, <laughs> three, three of those picks that he made. Oh, yeah, that was bad and sad for him. I know. Poor guy. Speaking of which, though, uh, our at the end of all of this, you and I are tied. We're both 35 and 23 in our picks. Uh, Jeffrey's 26 and 32. So he managed to gain some ground because he was like 10 fights under 500. So we're all getting back up there when we all get back into alignment. I know. So things get interesting again. I know. <laughs> but the thing is, is if we're picking the same fights, yeah. we're one of us is bound to pull away. Unlike Jeffrey, who just did the complete opposite. He's like, if I'm going to stay in this or if I'm going to catch up, I've got to go opposite of you guys. <laughs> um, I, there wasn't really anything else for me to really talk about in this, in the co-main between Clay and Mark. Um, Mark called out Gregor Gillespie and he's like, let's see who the real best wrestler is in this division. Um, but I mean, for a guy who says he's the best wrestler, he didn't utilize any wrestling. Yeah. Um, he seems surprised that he won too. Like he like was very over, like very emotional that. Yeah. He let out a scream and yeah. stuff. And um, yeah. I honestly like, I'm not a hater. But I wasn't super impressed with Madsen. No, like I wasn't his, impressed with Guida either, though. No, but Guida was just doing what Guida does for the most every part. fucking yeah. fight. And and Guida rises to the his competition as well. Like he's in the grittiest wars and shit when the guys are like when he probably shouldn't even be fighting these dudes. And then it turns into some fucking bloody warfare. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's, yeah. and then when he fights these guys, I mean, obviously he's undefeated or whatever Mark Madsen is, but when he fights, these he, guys, he, are, the guys that he's fought, it's not. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, you know, I mean, he made it to the UFC. So I've never even fucking, I've never, I've never even fought before. So I'm not <laughs> talking shit. I want to make that very clear. I'm not talking shit, but the I'm guys just, that he's fought compared yeah. to the guys that he's fought are yeah. even fucking the same. Yeah. You know? I mean, Clay fought Diego when he was sane, kind yeah. of. Well, <laughs> that's how that's long ago. Debatable, but... We're talking about <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Like, that I, I just didn't think uh, Madsen's up looked that great. Um, a lot of his shots were like looping hooks and, and, and stuff like that, that I just, 
I just wasn't impressed. He didn't seem to throw like very good combinations together and stuff like that. He didn't look yeah. fluid. He looked like a tight wrestler. You know what I mean? Like when those guys, some of them, not everybody, but like when they start throwing punches and shit, they look tight and their shoulders are tight. And like, it just looked like every shot he was throwing was trying to be like a power punch or something like that. Think about a lot of wrestlers that primarily that's, there's very few wrestlers. I mean, have power. They just like, yeah. I mean, Tyron Woodley is, you know, Randy at one point had it, but Hendrix. Yeah. Johnny Hendrix. But there, I mean, there's very few that because it's that type of style. I mean, you wrestled, you know what it's like. You're very like, I mean, the, the loosest part on your body is like you're standing on your tiptoes yeah. <laughs> expecting to sprawl. That's like, yeah. I mean, it's very fast twitch muscle fiber, you know, like very fast twitch muscle movements. I think him versus Gregor Gillespie would be a good fight. But I think, I think Gregory would I think whoop I would, his ass. I think I would have to pick him in that fight because his stand up has improved better, way better dramatically yeah. more than Madsen, ha- Madsen yeah. has. Now, whether he could take him down and and have his way with him. I doubt it because he couldn't do that with Guida. So, yeah. But then again, Guida he didn't really, tr- but the thing is he didn't really so. try. He didn't really yeah. try to take him down either. But the I mean, one he time attempted he did, once. He didn't get it. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, that's like, I mean, that's like saying Cody was two for 17 on his takedowns against Corey Sandhagen. When most of those weren't even really takedown attempts. It was yeah. just like up against the cage and trying yeah. to get a, like trying to slide his leg in to do a trip, but he couldn't. Um, Regardless, it was a good fight. I just wasn't like super. I'm not sold on him yet, even though he's undefeated and he's like whatever. He's still on the older side of the game yeah. already, and he's coming in to the UFC pretty late in his life, you know. So yeah, I, I just I hope that. I mean, obviously, he's a fucking tremendous athlete, and hopefully, he can improve and adapt. Well, if he, but if he wants to be the champ, that's the that is literally the toughest division in the UFC right now, in my yeah, opinion. Have fun. <laughs> so yeah, unless you go to 145, like I mean, he's like what 36 or 37. I, I like, highly doubt that man can cut that weight because he's been wrestling his whole life, and if he could cut that weight, he woulda. <laughs> you know what I mean? Probably. <laughs> I mean, but a lot of the times, guys wrestle at the Olympics. They've made the weight before, like yeah. to make the Olympic team. I wonder what he wrestled at. That's a good question. I don't know, but it's all in kilograms. It's not even in. It's not pounds. They do it in kilograms because it's metric system. Because you know, in America, we're stupid. (laughs) Yeah, because I don't even know what the only fucking (laughs) yeah. You go to Canada and you pay by the liter. You don't even pay by the gallon. The the one thing about all this stuff that pisses me off is I have uh, like two different sets of weights outside. They're both like from Joe Eater or whatever Mm -hmm. the brands, but the old set my dad gave Joe Joe Rogan's Wiener. Yeah, like the old set my dad gave me, and it's uh in like kilograms Metric, or whatever, yeah. or whatever, and yeah. then it goes up to like they're they're uh eleven pounds, twenty two pounds, thirty three pounds, and forty four pounds. They're not forty fives, thirty fives, twenty five. That shit pisses me off because my other set is that way. Yeah, and I'm like, dude, why can't these be forty five pounders? Because now I'll stack all the weights on the rack, what? and I gotta recalculate what it all is, and it's like. You know, I have Pops like 200, I thought I had like 250 pounds worth of weights yep. on that, on that turns rack. Out where you I could had, do squats. Turns you know, out you I had have, like, 
I have 200. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. what the fuck is this? It's 243 or something like that. When it all yeah. adds up, I'm like, well, this sucks. Like, I can't even say I was squatting 250, you know? It's, we're just lazy Americans. We yeah. go by fives for weight. So it's, they're, you know, 5, 10, 15, 25, 5, just, or 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. And so like, yeah, <laughs> I know, I know. It's so much easier for us, but to them, it's probably would be like, what a bunch of fucking lazy morons. Oh, I'm 100% sure of that. Yeah. Man, what a rant we just went on. Yeah, sorry. About, the, about the metric system. Yeah. Um, That's how this podcast works. I know, fuck <laughs> it. I mean, we haven't really talked all that much recently. So. Yeah. Uh, in the main event, Jared Cannonier versus Kelvin Gastelum. Uh, this, is, this fight kind of went how I thought it was going to go. Um, obviously, I didn't think Kelvin hasn't been knocked out. So, and I was thinking, I was like, I don't really think Jared Cannonier is going to knock him out. Um, but dude, he dropped him. He dropped him with the, that check, right? He hit him with, and it was perfect. And then Kelvin were fucking dirty too. Yeah. And then Kelvin like won the rest of the round. He got dropped and then spun out of it and then ended up winning the rest of the round. I really think had like, had he not gotten dropped, he would have won that round. That was, I think yeah. that was the biggest deciding factor in the fight, and that happened in, I think, the third or the fourth round. Yeah. Um, but it was a good fight. It was a fun fight. It was, it was um, super fun. I enjoyed that fight. Yeah, and I think the biggest, uh, like one of the biggest things in that fight was the fact Kelvin couldn't get a takedown, um, and he wasn't able, like, I mean, he had the better uh combinations but cannoneer landed the i feel like he landed the more powerful strikes obviously he dropped him that one time um but other than that i mean he did better work in the clinch he landed you know some good strikes in terms of like knees uh knees to the body and yeah i just i i thought that I really thought that this fight could go either way too, but I think, you know, for Jared, the biggest factor was that he got that knockdown because I had him winning the fight three to two. Yeah. I was watching the fight and I was thinking the same thing about like, I was like, this could go either way, but if you're going to go on who almost finished the fight, yeah, it was Jared. Yeah. You know, like you, I, in my opinion, if it's a close, close fight, the, the one, one guy who, almost finished it yeah. has to be the one that just it goes over the edge for him, you know. Yeah. Like that's um, kind of like the what I think about and reference that is in the third fight between Stepe and DC, and in the first round, DC was winning that up until he got caught and he ended up getting dropped at the end of the first round, and he almost got finished, and that was the biggest deciding factor in that fight yeah. too. So yeah. But uh, yeah, it was a it good was... fun fight. Uh, Kelvin Gaslam's always fucking fun, you know. Oh. And and Jared is is game as they come. That dude's a tough motherfucker. Yeah. So, I mean, for me, I think one of the most frustrating things in terms, like, because I like both guys. Yeah. I like Jared more because he's from Alaska. Yeah. <laughs> so represent. Yeah, nine oh seven represent. What's up, dog? <laughs> you know, hit me up. Hit me up on Twitter. I messaged you a long time ago and you never answered. <laughs> so if you watch this, which you won't, but if you ever do, if just looking around, you know, maybe if you see it, hit me up on Twitter. Someone tag them, guys. Lay and pray MMA. <laughs> Lay and pray MMA podcast, bro. Um, 
so for Kelvin, he put, I thought I won, but whatever on Twitter, you know, I thought I won, but whatever, or something like that. Dude, salty. Get your goddamn weight figured out. If you have to, you can't even make weight at 170 and you had to go up to 185. And now you can barely make weight at 185. Have some goddamn discipline and, as a mixed martial artist. you're still undersized. Yeah, and you're still <laughs> undersized. You're still five foot fucking eight, 185 well, pounds. You saw what Connor was tweeting, right? Yeah. He's like, uh, he's five foot nine or some shit yeah. like that with a 71 inch reach. I'm five foot nine with a 74 inch reach. Reach, like, yeah. Technically, I could fight at 185 because I'm bigger than Kelvin. Yeah. Like, I'm like, fuck, dude. Nah, if like, I was Connor, you can't even win at 155. Yeah. So. I mean, that's not a smart move for no. anybody. But and could you imagine how slow and fucking weird he would be if he put on another like fucking 25 pounds of muscle? He'd gas in the first 30 seconds oh, yeah. of the fight instead of the first round of the fight. Mm-hmm. But that's neither here nor there, fucking yeah, Connor. Sorry, that, I don't even want to fucking just talk about Connor right now. I'm but so fucking sick Kelvin of Kelvin needs to get his nutrition in check. I think I still believe that Kelvin could be fucking champion. I do too. At 185 or 170. If he had his fucking life in check, he just that needs to be disciplined. Yeah, he just needs to be disciplined with tacos or something. You know what? Shit. That's what I think it is. I honestly, and this is like not trying to sound, this is not trying to be racial by any means, no. but I really think the biggest thing is like, like a hispanic heritage like food is a big part of that heritage and i think he needs to be the person who like puts his foot down and tells his family or his friends or whatever like no like i mean i I love food the the biggest reason why i you know i didn't like i mean uh, number one i wasn't that good at wrestling i mean i placed that state when i was a senior but that's not saying much for alaska But even if I would have gotten offered like a full ride scholarship to like uh, like a junior college or a community college, I would have said no, because I cutting weight sucks ass. Like if I were to do MMA now, I would struggle because cutting weight like I would do it because I'm disciplined and because I respect my I would respect my opponent that I would respect my my opponent would do the same thing. But not even that, but like it's your fucking career, bro. Yeah. Like, like this is a part of your job. Seriously, this is it, you're a professional yeah. athlete. It's you're like you need just, to turn this document in on time, or yeah. you need to make fucking weight it's, once it's just, every four months, bro, or five fucking, months. Or, it's just weird, man. Like, it's no. The thing is, is he just isn't disciplined enough. Yeah. If he were more disciplined, like he, look at his fight with Izzy. Like, look how good he like. He, he proved is he the hardest challenge of his entire career. Yeah. Even albeit, more than Whitaker. Albeit Jan Blahovic. Yeah, but that doesn't that was that, yeah. that was for 205. If yeah. if Jan had to cut to 185, yeah, like and was a skeleton, he wouldn't have looked that good against Izzy. No, because so, he moved he moved up to 205 yeah. too. So yeah. he, I mean he's done it before, but he wasn't on the realm of Izzy there. No. So. <laughs> I just I think that if Kelvin just gets disciplined, I really think he needs to leave King's MMA like in Southern California with Rafael Cordero. Where would you like to see him go? What do you think would be good for him? TriStar. 
with a little bit of a little GSP action, little Frost Sahabi. Frost Sahabi. Like we we talked we talked about we talked about uh, what was it Chase Hooper going to TriStar? That was another one. Uh, there's I, there's I just I, have high high respect for that gym. So do I. I think Rory that, McDonald was there. Yeah. Uh, GSP. I, now those uh, are two. Those those are the only two guys that I can really think is, of. Is what's his name still there? I know he went there. Kevin Lee. I know he went yeah, there. Yeah, Kevin Lee went to like, TriStar. Yeah, I don't I think he's, he's still there. there. Yeah, I don't I think don't he is know. anymore. But, but I mean, that was, his knockout of Gregor Gillespie was at, there. during that fight game. Yeah. So like, I just think that that I I don't know. I have high like praise for that gym, and I think that they can create stars. And I think Faraz Sahabi is mind. stars. Yeah, he's a he's a he's a unique mind that can make yeah. if you connect with him like GSP did or like Rory, Rory did, you yeah. know, like the, he could make you a fucking champion, you yeah. know, or, or right there. Well, I think he just needs to be out of his element. Like he needs to yeah. go somewhere where he's uncomfortable, go to Canada, go to a different country, go to fucking Montreal. I think it's in Montreal, like French Canadia. Yeah. And you're literally out of your element. Go fucking eat some Poutang and then, Get your ass off the tacos. Some poutine. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I knew you meant. Go eat some. Go eat some poutine. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, poutine. I don't know if he's a married man, but yeah. I'm sure there's some of that in in, in Canada. Montreal, well, Quebec, so. Canada. Yeah. <laughs> but you knew what I meant. Yes. And then, um, yes, poutine. Um, yeah. So I I think he needs to be uncomfortable. I think. You know, one of the biggest things is, you know, if once you start getting comfortable and complacent, he's won one fight out of his last six or seven. The, the and it was the is, only fight that he won was against Ian Heinish, which isn't really saying much. No, because we watched him lose that last one. And that yeah. was bad. Mm, he um, looked like dog shit. Yeah. The thing with Kelvin, too, is I don't know if it's fair for me to assume that his gym is failing him or is he failing the gym? I think you know he's I mean? failing the gym because That's, he's looked there, at as a leader in that gym. Yeah. Like Marvin are, are Vittori telling him like, Hey man, you need to like get this shit together. And he's not listening. Or is he just like, or are they being like, Hey man, you're doing fucking great. We're, we're yes men. And you know, and you're, yeah. you're doing fine. Like, I don't know. Like Connor's gym. Yeah. yeah. Like Connor's exactly. gym. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like, is he the, the star there and nobody's going to tell him what's up or, you know, or is, is are people telling him and he's just not listening and doesn't give a shit? You know, there's yeah. two there's two ways, two things that could be going on there. So maybe a move to Tristar wouldn't fucking help because maybe he'd be the same guy. But I'm sure they wouldn't put up with that shit because he'd be new there and they'd be like, you know what, fuck it, dude. Yeah, we don't need you, know, you here. This, this ain't working yeah. out. You know. Yeah. We got no fucking tacos here, bro. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know how the tacos are in Canada, but I. Back to they're not great. Like, what the fuck is this? Poutine tacos. <laughs> <laughs> this is the real poutine. I heard poutine places, tacos. I heard some places in Texas is hard to get a good taco. Dude, in Which fucking Canada, they me. don't even know what a mocha is. I was like, can I get a uh, white a 16 ounce white chocolate mocha? And I was like, oh wait, metric system. I don't know what the fuck is <laughs> comparable to an ounce. I was like, I was like, and they're like, what's a mocha? And I was like, like 16. What? whatever it's fucking like, milliliter fucking this big <laughs> like oh shit dude i didn't need a gallon of this shit so i was like it's like espresso and they're like uh-huh and i was like and 
they're like, yeah, we don't even know what a mocha is. I was Just like, some okay, strong well, shit. Dude. Can yeah, you give some strong shit? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then they gave me like the most, the nastiest tasting black cup of coffee I've ever had. Oh, it was, no. it was in British Columbia. So I'll give them, you know, a break. I'm sure there's a lot of good coffee places in Canada, but in British Columbia, there ain't very many good coffee places. <laughs> so they didn't have that Colombian coffee. Huh? No, they didn't have that Colombian bam, bam. <laughs> Um, yeah, so uh, Jared Cannonier, what are you, what are your thoughts? What do you think's next for him? Honestly, look at 185, look at the top I'm, guys. I'm gonna pull up the, the 185 division right now and look. We got Whitaker versus Izzy, but that's probably not even gonna happen till next year, it sounds like. Yeah. Um, and then we got Marvin. Dude, Vittori. the bottom of your hat just blended in with your green screen. Yeah, my green screen is green down there. Sorry. <laughs> and Chris Weidman ain't coming back for a long fucking time. No, he, he just had to have a second surgery things. on his leg. Yeah, I don't even think he's in the top 15, is he? Chris? Uh, No, he's 12. Yeah, Chris oh. Weidman's 12 right now. So. Jesus Christ, man, how the mighty fall. Yeah, you got Robert Whitaker is one, Paulo Costa two, Jared Cannonier three, Marvin Vittori four, Derek Brunson five, Jack Hermanson six, Darren seven Till. Darren Till, yeah, eight Strickland, Ugh. which is wild to me because now you're throwing in fucking. But that's be it's because he took a Uriah Hall great. spot. Yeah, that's why, because he yeah. beat Uriah Hall. Fucking whooped the shit out of Uriah. Hall. I know, but instead of instead of him fighting somebody in the top fucking 10 he's fighting Luke Rockhold. You're going to fight Luke Rockhold, which gives him a chance to get into the top 10, but he ain't even fucking top 15. So, Uh, but that's because he hasn't been fighting and his last fight was in at two Oh five. Dude, that motherfucker needed a, needed a break. He did. His glass jaw was yeah. Like, I mean, he got knocked out three times in a row. That's kind of, is is, is the Marvin Vittori Paulo Costa fight actually going to happen? Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure it's been well, that's announced. That's two and four. That's two and four taken out of the out of the picture. Yeah, he's number three. I so, think. I mean, honestly, you know who Derek I think Brunson, he's... he's supposed to fight Darren Till. Yeah. So, I mean, you get Jack Hermanson. Like you can't. No. You can't make him, you no. Can't make him fight down. Gary B. Jack Hermanson. Yeah, I think you wait for a title shot, but he said he doesn't want to wait. He'd rather take a fight in between than if that fight's going to happen. Like at I'm the pretty end of sure he KO'd or TKO'd Jack Hermanson. Hermanson? Yeah. So, I mean, there's no there's nobody for him to fight. He needs I to think he out holds and out. Belt. and Yeah. But the thing is, is he said he needs to fight because he broke his fuck. Yeah. So, honestly, you know what well, I think if, would if, be if, fun? If, if Marvin Darren Vittori Till, and Paulo no. Costa are fighting soon... He yeah. could fight the winner Bef- of that for the clear number one contender, you know? You know what I think he should do is, depending on how the Darren Till versus Derek Brunson fight goes, he, I would love to see him versus Darren Till. I would, too. That'd be a fun... I'd love to see Darren Till versus anybody. I'd love to see Darren Till versus fucking Hooker. I love Darren Till, so... so <laughs> I'd love to see Darren... I'd love to see Darren Till versus a bum on the street. Yeah. It'd be fun. Yeah. I just um, shit talk. I know, Sam. <laughs> I can't understand half the shit he says, anyways. He's, but he's, he reminds me of Connor when he was fun. I'm not scared of no one. Yeah, nobody. You know, like when it except, was and then he's Connor. like, "Except you, all Romero." <laughs> except for that dude. Fuck that dude. He's not human. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love uh, that man. All right. Um, 
what do you in terms of how many H bombs on this card? What what would you give? Well, the main card at least, since we didn't do the whole thing, because we I mostly was, do that for pay per views, but we haven't done it in a little while. So what, I think I'd give it a three. That's like a I, solid I, three H bomb. That's what I was gonna give it. I was gonna give it a three, just because it wasn't fact, like super impressive, but it wasn't like it was above, like it was average. It was a good card, yeah. you know. Um, I'll say this: I am, as Jeffrey would say, I'm on the dick train of uh, Kok Romanov. Okay. I'm on the cock of Kok Romanov right now. Kok Romanov. Yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah. I'm interested to see where he goes from here. For, for sure, sure, me too. Um, I guess the next thing, because we'll just go through a couple things real quick mm-hmm. over the next, you know, 15, 20 minutes. Uh, Chris Matinho, the the zombie, the the fucking. Green I don't even zombie. know what to call him. The green they call zombie. Him the green zombie because his the, hair was green. Yeah, the green zombie. Uh, you know, Sean O'Malley put on that the uh, insane performance against him, but Matinho wouldn't go away. Uh, he got his next uh, next fight's been announced. It's against Aaron Phillips, uh, another bantamweight, uh, and I think October, like end of October. And so this is the second fight on that two fight deal that Matinho got. So hopefully he can perform and he can showcase a little bit more. Um, because I mean, I like the guy. It, it's you know, I think Herb Dean kind of did him dirty <laughs> in that yeah. fight with with uh, Sean O'Malley. So it'll be interesting to see how he does. But Aaron Phillips has a lot to prove because I think this is his second stint with the UFC. He he got cut and then fought and I think LFA or a different promotion and then came back. So and he's on his second stint. He got finished in his first fight on his contract so he needs to he needs to perform so and either way this is probably a either or it's winner winner lose yeah yeah for both for guys both guys which sucks yeah. but at the same time it's and a business de- and depending on how you win it could be regardless if you yeah. win or lose you could go if like, it's a if, shitty if it's fight a most boring fucking win you've ever seen yeah. you might still get cut <laughs> you True. Know what I mean? like, yeah um so Kayla Harrison, the golden two-time gold medal uh, judo practitioner from the United States. That chick. Yeah. Um, I can't even remember her name. I don't uh, remember her name either. I, 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 would, I don't want to do her dirty like that because she already got done dirty in her last fight. Um, Fabian. Gina Fabian. Okay. I think that's her name. Uh, yeah. Um, so she, uh, Kayla Harrison got, a just a devastating finish, uh, another one. And for me, the thing that I, you know, she has no competition. She's fighting in a division that they created for her, just like the UFC did with cyborg, um, with the 145 pound division for females, but Kayla's fighting at 155. But she has made 145 when she fought in Invicta one time while PFL, due to COVID, they basically weren't in operation. Um, But she is in the finals again of the, you know, this million dollar tournament. And it's kind of like, you know, there, there, it's, I guess I can't say, like, I honestly thought Rory McDonald was going to win his tournament. I was like, there's no doubt. And instead, he loses to like Gleason Tebow and a 
controversial fight and then loses his next fight again to like Roy Cooper or something like that. How the mighty has fallen. Yeah. So I don't know. I just think Kayla needs to go somewhere else. I think she needs to either go to UFC or she needs to go to uh, Bellator. But the thing is, is if she goes to UFC, 145, Amanda Nunes, that's her teammate. But I honestly think she would give Amanda a run for her money if she were able to get her hands on Amanda. Like if she were able to get into a clinch position and she was able to utilize her judo and utilize her ground game, I think she would do really good against uh, Amanda. Yeah, but, but if, if she can't, it might look a lot yeah, like Amanda versus, versus Ronda. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Except for a bigger version of Ronda. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for Cyborg called her out, and Kayla basically said, "Is like, yeah, I appreciate you calling me out. You can continue to ride my coattails. It's like, God damn, like, you're not even established and you fucking... So you can chase a fight with me, but you can't beat me, so it doesn't yeah. matter. Like, like yeah, hey, what, a, what a savage. <laughs> but uh, I think if she wants to make money, she should go to Bellator, honestly, because she's not going to make money in UFC. Even if the, she were to be... Is she's got to figure out... I mean, she's got to lose the weight, you know? She yeah. can't well, she can make 145. She's shown yeah, that she but... can make it. She can make it. Can she make it healthy and stay consistent there? You know, like she's a big girl. Yeah, like she's I, thick, juicy, thick and juicy, but like a juicy fruit. Who? I just I don't know, man. Like, and and will that take away from her performances if she's that low? You know, you said she made it once. I didn't see her. I didn't. No, she her. fought. She fought an Invicta at one forty-five yeah. because they don't I have a hundred fifty-five pound yeah. division. So, I didn't see her I, during that fight. I didn't see how she looked, how she performed, or anything like that. Obviously, well, but you know, did it look like she had lost a step or anything like that? You know, I don't know. I, I didn't I watch the fight either. Yeah. I just know from my research that yeah, she has fought at 145. But if she but, can, that's that's going to be a move that she has to make because they no, I don't think anybody's going to open up a women's 155 pound division for her. No. You know, the UFC sure as shit ain't going to do it because they don't have the like there's not enough fighters in the I mean, I right can't now, even get enough girls division. to fight Amanda at 145. Yeah. So and even if they could, they're I mean, they're so few and far between at that talent level that it's there's no point, you know, I know, I know. Um, I think another thing for Kayla is, you know, obviously she could stay with PFL and just keep winning a million dollars every single year. You know, if yeah. she really wanted to, she could. But at the same time, you like you're not gonna generate any money for her because who she's fighting are nobodies, mm-hmm. and it's boring to watch somebody smash somebody all the fucking time. The reason why I stopped paying attention to Ronda Rousey until she fought Holly Holm was because I was like, I think Holly Holm will give her her toughest fight, and sure as shit, she did. Yeah. I picked Ronda to win that fight, but I thought Holly would give her the her toughest. For the money yeah. yeah. So I was like, well, shit, let's see how it goes. And then, you know, she knocked Ronda's head off her shoulders. Um, still one of the most nice. devastating <laughs> knockouts I've ever seen still to this day. It's like, so like, wild. She didn't even see the kick happen. Yeah. And this was like, oh, it had just fucking popped off. Your it's gone. Shoulders. It's gone. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
So it'll be interesting. And I know Kayla wants to have like more competition. Uh, she wants to leave a legacy for yeah. sure, but she's going to have to figure out a way to do that when, the, but nobody's going to remember if nobody. you just stayed exactly. in PFL and you're smashing yeah. pumpkins. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like it's, it just can't happen. And you're Billy Corgan smashing <laughs> pumpkins. <Wee>. <laughs> <laughs> the world is a vampire. Um, Another fight. I mean, it's not like super big news, but uh, Nico Price versus Cowboy Oliveira was announced, and I it'll be I interesting. I saw yeah. this, and I thought this happened before. Like I saw they announced this fight, and I could have sworn in my head that they fought before. No, he fought Cowboy Cerrone. No, I know that, but Nico Price. Have. Yeah, <laughs> it was Cowboy versus Cowboy at one point. Yeah. And Cerrone beat him. Cerrone won. Yeah, surprisingly, because yeah, I was very yeah. shocked at that point when that yeah. happened because I thought he was going to lose. Yeah. Um, Nico Price needs to either start smoking weed again or <laughs> something. do something because his fight against Michael Pajera was not very good. No. So. And we both were like had high hopes for that one because they're both exciting fighters. Yeah. And it, and it didn't live up to the hype. Yeah. So. Hopefully, and Charles, Nico can, I mean, or not Charles, whatever Cowboy is, uh, Alex Oliver. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say Charles Oliver for saying, that. Yeah, <laughs> Charlie that. Olives, as Dan Hooker <laughs> says. Um, yeah, Cowboy is an exciting fighter as well. Like, he and he's he's, he's got good finishes, he's, he's, he's kinda, got a good ground game, he's kind of inconsistent as well, though. But, like, yeah, he is entertaining to watch as well, though. So, that that should be a good fight. It's not like a fucking my hype levels are through the roof or nothing, but it should be a good one. Yeah. Um, Fedor was, uh, according to uh, you know, Alistair Overeem, who is now fighting in glory, uh, he said that he was offered the Fedor fight, or Fedor was offered the Overeem f- an Overeem fight like three different times and declined all three times. This is a smart uh, one. Yeah. I mean, Uberim. Because juicy, juicy Uberim's about to come back. Yeah. And on top of that, uh, Al- Alistair Uberim said that he thinks wrestling's gay. I don't know if you... <laughs> I, I'm just throwing that out there because it was like the most random MMA headline I've ever seen. <laughs> I was on Facebook going through like MMA Uncensored and it was... Alistair Overeem says that wrestling is gay. And I was like, like what kind of wrestling? So I like go and I actually read the article and he's talking about like WWE uh, stuff. Okay. And I'm like, I, what even sparked this? What? Well, I don't prob- get it. Probably people were telling him, bro, like instead of this fucking glory kickboxing bullshit, why don't you go do him? Why don't you go, you go to you go millions of dollars Lesnar in the fucking WWE and make millions of dollars every fucking year like whatever you know he's yeah probably like no nah, that shit's gay <laughs> you know like yeah well whatever i like, mean there ain't there really isn't much of a difference i mean there's a difference in terms of like actual fighting yeah. in mma but you're still in shorts yeah. at least <laughs> in wwe shit. if you want to wear pants you can wear pants yeah. <laughs> so, um, I, I don't know it is what it is like yeah, I think in terms of the like the dumb, fight dumb opinion, but <laughs> yeah, I know I was I was just random. I mean, I, I don't think... watch WWE anymore, but it's fucking 
dude, people love that shit. So Some, I mean, I'll watch. I, I'll, I'll watch, watch the I'll, shit out of it when I was little. I I used to also. I used to go to friends' houses because my mom wouldn't let me watch it. <laughs> <laughs> my brother my mom still watches that shit. Who? Not Jeffrey. My, oh. my other brother Chris. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was like, wait, who? I was like, Jeffrey watches <laughs> no, WWE. No, no. My uh, my the middle brother. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm kind of interested to see how this fight for Fedor goes because I I'm fairly certain it will be his last one. You know, it'll be a good send off. But he's fighting a guy in Tim Tim Johnson who I think Tim Johnson is gonna whoop the shit out of Fedor. Is he the one with the mustache? Yeah, the big okay. guy kind of looks almost looks like Ben Rothwell, but he has a mustache. Yeah, he's good. So I mean, Hopefully he beat he Matt. He he beat Matt Mitrione, bro. Okay, that's not really saying much, but but Matt Mitrione beat Fedor. Yeah. So, and that's saying a lot. That, that means that hurts yeah. every bone in my body. <laughs> no offense to Matt Mitrione, but. Another one of those. But you're, oh, how the he's a have fucking fallen. fallen I know you lose like. one fight to you. Lose, well, first off, he almost lost to Brett Rogers before he just super like he hit Star- Brett Rogers him. with the punch and starched him. <laughs> and then he, you know, loses to Fabricio. He loses to a 185er and Dan Henderson. The Bigfoot strike force loses to Bigfoot. Loses to um. Who else did he lose to? Besides Matt Mitrione, Ryan Bader. I was gonna say I was gonna say Bader. Yeah, knocked out by Ryan Bader. I wasn't sure if they actually fought or not, and I was like, yeah, they I was did. Say Bader. But... Yeah, that was and that was in the tournament. But to go from like thirty and O to like fucking the last emperor, he. Mm, I remember. I remember when they were heart. trying to. Dude, Dana was so bitter about the fact that. Uh, he wouldn't Brock, he wouldn't man. yeah he they were trying to get the brock with brock versus fedor fight he talked mad shit about fedor's but, manager yeah he's like, i know he's like fuck that guy <laughs> fuck fedor fuck that guy we'll never do business with them but i guarantee you if he was still undefeated to this day he'd probably uh, yeah, bring him uh, in he would have got him eventually yeah yeah but i think that's gonna be a tough one for fedor i think tim johnson's probably gonna beat him in russia so it's gonna be a, you know the rocky versus uh, you know, what's the uh, Ivan Drago? Yeah. So well, he better watch. He better pack his own meals. Yeah. Yeah, and you ain't safe fighting Fedor and fucking Russia. in Russia. <laughs> they ain't gonna send him out no. like that. You better no. fucking pack your meals. It's like, security. and if you beat him, you better hope that there's a helicopter that's gonna fly in and lift your ass up out of the Dude's flight of your hotel legend. and. Yeah. Direct line to Putin. Yeah. <laughs> God. <laughs> you better I know. fucking look out. I know. <laughs> um, and then this just the last one for me that I had put here. Alexander Gustafson is out of the Paul Craig fight that they had scheduled. Um, he suffered an injury, so he had to pull out, which is really unfortunate because I thought that would be a super fun fight. And I actually gave I was gonna give Paul Craig a good chance in this fight. Because yeah, that, that could have been his coming out party if he yeah if, if he'd put on a good performance you know because his that, performance against Jamal Hill was a great fighter so yeah and uh, his performance against Jamal Hill was outstanding yeah you know his jujitsu game was on point and if you could do that to somebody that's a big step up dude you then you you've made it you know what I mean yeah <laughs> so 
Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think. Who does he fight now then? Or I don't, do they, I don't do know. They just postpone it, you know? I don't know if you postpone it, but Paul Craig said that as after he turns 35, he's done. So he's trying to get, he's trying to fast track it. Well, he's a smart man. Get out of there before you take too much damage and get fucked up. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, I mean, I hope that they can find something soon, like something that's enticing and, you know, cause he's fighting in 205. Yeah. So other than that, I, I mean, I didn't really have anything else. Is there anything else that you wanted to talk about before we conclude this? Um, I don't think so. I was trying to look. <clears throat> I was trying to look the other day, or yesterday after we postponed our this podcast. I was mm-hmm. trying to figure yesterday. out if I, if I yeah if I saw because of Jeffrey's new, uh, technical issues that he's <laughs> that still, we're having. still having today. Yeah, I was trying to see if I found any new uh, topics to talk about or anything like that that I wanted to bring up, but I didn't really find anything specific. Not unless which I really don't want to. So I don't even know if I want to bring it up. I know what you're about Paul to say. Woodley shit, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, if it kind of ties in, cause I mean, it's still combat sports and I know yeah. Jeffrey, it drives him fucking nuts. Cause he doesn't want to talk about them unless we're talking about them doing MMA. But, um, Jake Paul was talking mad shit about Jorge Masvidal and basically saying, hoes will be hoes. Bitches will be bitches because, uh, Jorge said that Tyron's going to knock him the fuck out. And then um, Jake took offense to that because apparently, you know, they were cool well, in the lead up to the Ben Askren ben fight. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, and that fight, like, I give Jake a good chance, but I, it doesn't change the fact that I still hope Tyron Willie knocks his fucking block off. I'm just That's tired of the talking. For. I'm just tired of the talking. <laughs> I hope... Tyron's old ass can knock him the fuck out. What scares me is I also saw a little clip of an interview. It was like on a Facebook reel or something like that, which all of a sudden I have on my fucking Facebook page. When I look at it, it's called like reels and they're like kind of like little TikToks. Yeah, they're at the top like, of the top of top of the yeah, Facebook. Yeah. Now it's not even at the top. Now it's like when I'm scrolling through it, just fucking a bunch of videos pop up for no reason on my oh, phone for some I reason. I haven't but, updated my Facebook in a little while. Maybe that's why I, have, I don't have those. <laughs> I don't know. But I saw a little interview with Dana White and he was he was being like, all right, guys, you got to remember, though, this is a Tyrone Woodley that hasn't won a fucking fight in three years. Yeah. And he's uh, fucking 40 years old and all this shit. And I was like, yeah, oh, fucking Dana, dude, you're you're making too much sense and hurting my fucking feelings because I just want him to starch Jake. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But like, the thing is, on, but the thing is, is like you look at it and obviously I think the UFC was like, yeah, absolutely. Let's get rid of this contract. So when Tyron was like, essentially he asked for his release. Yeah. And the UFC was like, sure. <laughs> They're like, Oh, you mean we don't have to pay you? You know, this, this, cause he was still getting paid a lot because he was the champion. It was the champion. Yeah. So, and when you were the champ, obviously you're not making as much, but you're still making pretty fucking good money for your fight. And uh, yeah, they don't have to worry about that fight card any, or that that pay anymore. Now they can go pay twenty undercard fighters your purse for your, uh, your, five your, to show 15, and yeah. five to <laughs> your win. Fifteen G's, yeah, maximum. So. Yeah, I, I I just think um, 
for Tyron, he just needs to throw his hands. He, I mean, it's boxing. He doesn't have to worry about just keep your hands up and fucking let him fly, baby. Yeah, throw those twelve ounces, bud. Throw them. I'm just, I'm just the only thing that makes me remotely interested in this fight is that it's a real boxing match. Yeah. If it was another one of those, this is a like a exhibition type bullshit. I'd have been like, like fuck out of here. Mike Logan that. versus Floyd. Yeah, I'm like, I don't, I don't give a shit about no Second winners for the rest of your life. Yeah. I don't, seconds. I don't care about no winners and fucking no j- judges and all that shit. If that's not in the in here, I don't want no part yeah. of it. You know, this. Well, is the thing that's thing. nice that it's different is it's not Triller. It's Showtime boxing. Yeah. Triller was a fucking gong show, and then Dana was just constantly putting them on blast. He's like, tell these motherfuckers at Triller. To leave me the fuck alone. Like, I don't want to talk well, to you. I don't to have fucking Snoop Dogg and these guys in a concert between every Oscar, fucking fight and all this you shit. You had Oscar dude. De La Hoya, I who was like blitzed out of his fucking mind. Yeah. He was um, high. He was either high or drunk or both. I can probably tell cocaine. you. <laughs> cocaine. That's not yeah. even a secret these days, isn't it? <laughs> no, it's been that it's been that way for 20 or 30 years. He was on. He was on. Uh, hot Why boxing with Mike so Tyson. Big in boxing. It's expensive. <laughs> I guess. Oh, I. I mean, I've never done it, so I don't know. No, I just know a lot of like professional boxers and stuff that their downfall, like either late in their career, Mike Tyson, or after their careers, cocaine, dude. Yeah. Like, where the like, the shit runs rampant in fucking boxing, dude. Like, where dude. did this come from? Ricky Hatton, baby. Like, ooh, yeah. Poor soul. Yeah, he looks like shit. Yeah. He got fat and just looks bad. I bet he still has hands though. No, nah, I mean I wouldn't want to run. I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't talk sideways to him on the streets. Fuck no. I mean he'd probably speed even, bag my my ball sack. I'm not even fucking. I wouldn't even try, dude. Yeah, I'd, I, I'd get a selfie with him for sure. I'd be like, dude, let's get a selfie. I ain't talking shit. No, nothing. Hey, you, you look hey guys, I'm here great. with the Michelin man. Uh, <laughs> you look fucking great. <laughs> I'm here with the Michelin man. Uh, anyways, can I get a Ricky, selfie? Is, you Is this a comeback, dude? You're looking great. <laughs> You're fucking in shape. <laughs> like 500 pounds. Light as yeah. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> dude, I, you almost had it against Floyd when he got knocked the fuck out. Dude, yeah. you were right there. You're so close. I did. I actually picked Ricky Hatton to win that fight. I was so but, fucking stupid. I never I pick, chose against Floyd ever again. Uh, I did in the Manny Pacquiao fight because I, I just wanted did. to see him lose. I was like, I, I was like, I'm on Floyd's side now. Like he he beat my boy Ricky Hatton. I was a huge fucking fan. I watched the fucking twenty four seven or whatever it was called for that shit when the the countdown or whatever yeah, it was twenty four seven showtime. And he was fucking screaming and shit when he was hitting bags, and I was like, dude, I'm fucking sold. This dude's undefeated. He's gonna fuck Floyd up. He's got power, and then and then he went to sleep, and I was like, "No, yeah, All right, I'm on Floyd's side now." <laughs> um, I think another thing also is that I mean, this is a little bit older, but Diego Sanchez is in talks bare knuckle. Yeah, and I think yeah. one of those things is he had to clear a mental health, like a like a like a physical, and it's like I don't think he's going to clear a physical. So I don't know. Who would you even make him fight, dude? Like, or let him fight? Everyone. You know, if, he, if he could, if he could get in shape and lose Rachel Ostevich. I don't. Page Van Zandt. 
you can't you can't make this dude fight Chad Money Mendez. Dude, that'd be fun, huh? <laughs> I don't know. Chad like, Mendez, you think that you think dude, you think Hector Lombard right? fights in the goddamn thing? He couldn't what? pass a, a steroid test in the U.S. and at, like yeah. after USADA. You think they're testing at bare knuckle? Chad Mendez is probably Chad on Mendes that shit. I bet Chad Mendez weighs 155 now. I bet you Chad Mendez weighs 185 pounds. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty. He, he he's a thick. big 145. All muscle. So if yeah. he's not cutting the weight for like like he was in the UFC, that bitch might might as well be 155 and fight with fucking Diego. Although yeah. Diego's probably gonna be 170. Because no, be Diego was a 170. He's probably weighing in at like 200 pounds now. Yeah, so who? I mean, that fight's probably not even a possibility because these guys Bucket. probably aren't taking Catch that as serious as they were with their UFC career. Yeah. So if they're gonna go like you know, Diego goes up to 170, 180. I don't know, Chris Levin. Chris Levin had a six pack when he was fighting in bare knuckle. He well, looked good, so he was taking it serious. Supplements. Yeah, I don't care. Put him on all the supplements. <laughs> Fucking Joe Diesel Riggs is fought Hector Lombard. Was he at 185 still? I highly doubtful. Who? Lieben. Uh, I think he. I think they were fighting at 205. I think it was like light Which heavyweight is, or something. Yeah, it's way heavier than he was in the UFC. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, 185 is what he fought. But I'm just yeah. saying, like, even then, at, and also he was sober. And bare knuckle, yeah. where and well, I'm he just wasn't saying, like sober. these guys are. They seem to go to bare knuckle and move up the weight. Not that they, they're not staying down where they. Fuck, were. I wouldn't want to. If I don't have to cut weight, I'm not going to cut weight. If Which I'm going to make I'm more money, Diego's probably not going to be able to fight Chad because Chad's probably like one, you know, sixty, and Diego's probably like one fucking seventy-five, one eighty. You know, like. <laughs> I'll tell you, I'm five six. You're five foot four. <laughs> You're five foot four. <laughs> I can. You should stand up. We can barely see you. We, you should stand up. We can barely see you on the screen. <laughs> you ever heard of wrestling, Connor? I rest. I rest my balls on your forehead. <laughs> that was back when Connor that was, was back when, when it was fun, Connor. Connor. Yeah. Fun, now it's Connor. just trying too hard. Yeah. All right, man. I don't think I've got anything else. Um, we could, you know, get together here in a couple of days or maybe Friday. Wait, no, Friday you're busy, huh? Friday might be tough because we've got a local fair going on over yeah. here and we're going to go to that. And I don't know what time I'll be home. So, like, it would be rough. I don't, so, I, I don't think – I mean, we don't even really need to do a picks on this, on this fight card because the only fights that I really know are Kevin Lee and Daniel Rodriguez uh, and Edson Barboza and Gigi Chikadze. So – I mean, we really don't have to. Uh, if we have time, we can. Or Saturday, we could do something. Oh wait, yeah, no, I got, I got to work. I got to work on Saturday. Never mind. Okay. So. Yeah, I just, I think. Oh, I thought that, that was that card. I was like, holy shit, this card's lit. But it was. Oh, well, I think cards. if we're gonna talk about <laughs> just those two fights, I think Kevin Lee's gonna win because Kevin Lee's got a full camp. Oh, Daniel this, Rodriguez this is, is the ultimate fighter finale over here. Okay. And then, um, well, this is the UFC Fight Night. Yeah, but it's the fin- like the guys the from, the, from the Ultimate Fighter yeah. are fighting to see who is the next Ultimate Fighter yeah. or whatever. Yeah, which which does suck for the co-main event because the guy, uh, yeah, got, yeah, got Trevin, hurt. Trevin, or yeah. Trevon or uh, something like that. Trevon, Tra- something. Trayvon. I don't remember. 
I forget his last name too, damn it. Yeah. Either way, he got injured and had to pull out of the Ultimate Fighter, which sucks, man. But yeah. Um, yeah, the, I mean, the fights, I don't know anybody really except for the ones from the Ultimate Fighter. Kept, like basically the top, the top uh, four fights or five fights on the main card, I know. Yeah. Dude, speaking of which, I haven't even I, don't, I, mean, I haven't even caught really up on um the Ultimate Fighter. So I'm like it's been, it's been pretty good, actually. I, I watched the first like three or four episodes and fucking Brian Ortega's team kept winning. And I went mostly watched because Aaron Phillips is from Cotsabu, Alaska. And I actually was wrestling in high school. Like I watched him win a state championship in wrestling. And it's like, fuck, well, that's cool because, you know, I, I watched this guy wrestling when we were yeah. in high school. And he got his ass kicked in the first episode of it. And I was like, well, I guess, you know, kudos to you, Aaron. But fuck. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, fucking. Volkanovsky hates Brian Ortega. He, he, uh, he, comes, he comes back. He's got like. I know. All, almost both, all his guys are in the finals. In the finals. Back. I know. So. Well, good. Good on him. Um. Yeah, I don't have anything else, buddy. That's it, man. We can wrap it yeah. up. If, if we have time for another episode, we could. We'll figure it out. If not, guys, we'll see you on the next one. Yeah. Uh, as we can always, still recap guys, it if we watch it. So. Yeah. Uh, as always, make sure to check us out on YouTube, <laughs> Lame Prey MMA Podcast. Uh, also, and that's if you're listening to us on podcast platform. Um, if you're watching us on YouTube, thank you so much. Comment, subscribe. Uh, make sure to like the video, make sure to hit that notification bell and then, uh, check us out, uh, check out our podcast as well. Cause it does help. Uh, other than that, I don't have anything else. I'll talk to you later, buddy. We need to get some sponsors. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. So anybody <laughs> out there, uh, fucking uh, whatever. Anybody with your $5 sponsors. Yeah. You know, give we'll it, take it. $5, $5 <laughs> foot long. We need to hire a technician out in this motherfucker. <laughs> Fuck. We, yeah, what we need is a sound guy. Yeah. We need we need anybody to troubleshoot sound. So if you know a guy and you want to sponsor us, yeah. please. We'll take $150 for a new microphone and uh just, you know, if you're a tech guy, we need help with audio issues, so. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Cut us a fucking break, Zoom. Cut us a break microphones cut us a break computers mine's been fine it's yours and jeffrey's that's been an issue every fucking time i've been irresponsible i ripped okay. out my cords and you know how it goes yeah meanwhile jeffrey's still probably we should probably check on him he probably did have an aneurysm because he messaged <laughs> us on snapchat and was like i'm gonna go throw my fucking computer out the window so all, all right, right man. Guys. all right take, take it, it easy. easy see ya